I'm Tara Oldridge and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Smart Woman Show, taking charge, leading your life and your business through your leadership. And you will not believe who I have here today, or maybe you will, because you can see her beautiful face, Amber Lillestrom. Oh my goodness, I was just telling you before I hit record here that I'm drooling over you. And it's, I, was, I was just saying, you know, through this creation and this whole process of this summit, we've got some big speakers with some huge heart in this. And I really just want to make sure for the woman who's tuning in today, watching this, from her email, she's clicked on this. There is a reason why you're here. Number one, she's a branding strategist at like the top level. She was at one point named the number one sports marketing branding guru in the nation, <laughs> not in her state, in the nation. And on top of that, and, I, and I, I want you to zone in on this because these are the types of women you want in your corner as a smart woman. Mm -hmm. Not just the women who have information for you, but the women who are transforming themselves. They're on this journey of transformation and they're vulnerable and they're authentic and they are being who, you know, to, to empower you, to exemplify for you. So without further ado, we have Amber here. And now Amber, I wanted to start this interview with something that just really hit home when I was when I was digging into you was this is a quote from Amber from our Instagram when you know and we'll pop your Instagram down here right now so that for those of you who are, who are jumping on now when you know who you are and what you're here for everything becomes really simple so now it's your turn tie in branding and transformation into mm. that Quote. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. You are amazing. <laughs> I love your fire and your focus and just your energy is incredible. I'm honored to be here. So, um, branding, I identify branding as being our sacred opportunity to be who we really are in the world. And I'm going to take honesty. notes, Amber. I'm yeah. taking notes on this one. So write that one down. It's our sacred opportunity to be who we really are in the world. And it's our way of sharing our mission, our message, and, and our stories, honestly, the learning that we've had, our curriculum with others in a way that inspires and compels them to act. Mm. And so nailing your branding identity, nailing your messaging, nailing your website, nailing all of those, those digital assets that are going to be the portals through which people come to you is massively important because it's the way that your sacred message, that thing you've been tapped with, that dream that was put in you, gets to influence and impact the world. It really matters. And <laughs> what I think really, really matters, guys. And I think that we um, get really confused because the message of branding is, is kind of 
distorted and it's positioned like it's your logo or, mm -hmm. you know, to making sure that you use the color grading on your Instagram profile. And while all those things are great, like, yay, have an awesome logo. Sure. Make your Instagram profile look like a, a an art gallery. That's wonderful. But that's, that's not really what matters most. That's a byproduct. That's like you sharing the expression of yourself. But what matters most is why, you know, like, why do you want to have that color grade? Why, why does your logo need to look this way? Why does your mission have to, why are you doing photographs of yourself? Like on a mountaintop or sitting in your, in your dream kitchen that you built with, with your ideas and, and your mission. Why do those things really, really matter? It's because it's your purpose for being here on this planet and for what is going to help you connect to the hearts and minds of the people that need you most. So you better believe I want to help you nail your branding because you've got big work to do here, soul sister. Did you hear that? The <laughs> hearts and the minds that matter most. Okay. So Amber, because, because you are my marketing guru on this series, I, I'm more interested in your heart. I really, truly am. Um, I want to dig into your heart, but I want, I really want the woman who's watching this, the smart woman who's watching this to know that her branding's either on point or it's not. So mm -hmm. I thought that the best way that we could zone in on that quickly would be, what are some of the top mistakes that you see people making in their branding? Yeah. Um, okay. So one in the same heart, heart and marketing, heart and branding go together. And I think that where you're going to find, if you feel like your brand and your brand, and it's like, I'm, I'm pausing only because I just don't want to confuse the language here. Your okay. brand is not something you can touch. Your brand is not something that you can, you can hold in your hand, right? This is, this is a candle <laughs> and they have a label on here that tells the story of their brand with the way that they've you know, articulated the words, the little graphic they put on here with the scent. That, so this is a multi-sensory experience that I'm having with, that is connected to the heartbeat of what this brand is actually about. And I think we have to, that to me is so freeing because frankly, as a uh, heart-centered person, as a sensitive person, as someone who is a big feeler, I get really paralyzed by someone trying to put me in a box and tell me how to do strategy and then say like, this is the way your business is going to thrive. And that, so if anybody else, if that resonates for you, you're like, please, yes, thank God. I'm so grateful to hear this. I'm with you. Okay. And this is the reason why I am, sometimes feel like, uh, like the outcast or like the weirdo, because I don't do it in the like, D -d 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 do these things and you're going to have success. It doesn't work that way. You could follow the five steps and I could follow the five steps and we have very different results because we're different people and we connect in different ways. You and I are obviously verbal communicators. We are speakers. We are teachers. This is how we serve, but not everybody is this way. Some people are a brilliant, brilliant writers. Some people are um, brilliant teachers. Some people are brilliant stage speakers. Some people are brilliant uh, artists. Some people are singers. We, we communicate in our different ways. So number one would be, what is your most powerful way to communicate your message? What is what, and again, it, what makes your heart beat faster? What excites you? So if you're watching us and you're like, oh, I want to be more like Tara. I want to do it the way she, well, you, you can't be, okay? She is, she is her magical, wonderful self and only she can be her. You have to go be you and you can be inspired by her. Like I am so inspired by Beyonce and I actually am a great singer, but I don't sing the way Beyonce sings. And I, and I, I mean, I wish I could dance like that. I'm a great dancer, but I have to dance my way. Mm -hmm. I, right. So yeah. Doing it your way in, in the, the method that excites you most matters because here's why. Because marketing is really about energy. Mm -hmm. Marketing is about connecting 
energetically with the people who need your products and services. There is a multi, we live in a multidimensional universe. We do not live in a one dimensional universe, contrary to the ways that we get marketed to. <laughs> All right, friends. And so when you recognize that, that is superpower status that yes, you're going to see my picture on Instagram and you're going to read my words. My words are touching something deeper. Mm. They're talking about a deeper purpose. So I always say to my students, listen to what I'm saying, but also pay attention to how I'm saying it because it really matters. Take notes and then go do your version of that. Okay. So doing you boo is like primary. I know you've heard this a million times, but hopefully you're hearing it in a different way today. That really helps. The second is to improve your marketing, to, to make your brand really stand out. Keep it simple. And I think that we, we overcomplicate because we're confused and we're like, but I'm not sure if I'm actually allowed to be myself. Well, let today be the opportunity for you to hear that you are allowed to be yourself. In fact, you must be yourself and just teach what you know. You don't have to go teach the thing you haven't learned yet. You don't have to go teach the thing that you see that amazing woman who's a best-selling author or podcaster or whatever is doing. She's, we've already got that covered. You got to do it your way. You got to share your message in your words and simplify that. I go on websites all the time. My, my accelerator mastermind students and they're launching websites and they're, they're revamping their brands and they're putting their website. And it's like, they're explaining all the reasons why their customers should work with them. Yeah. And you and I both know that most of our ideal clients are very busy people. If you live in 2019 and you're, you're working in this world, you're busy. You got yeah. a lot on your plate. And you want to get to the point, but here's what also happens subliminally while you're being concise, you're also showing your confidence. You're also showing your credibility. You're also showing your, your audience that you know what you're talking about and can help them get results faster. So how do you convey that in your messaging? That matters. And being concise and confident and, and convicted in sharing what your message is, is going to be the thing that leads people to act. Wow. Okay, so those are, the, those are just two tips straight out of the gate. Um, the last I would just say is pay attention to the places where you check out where maybe it's like in an offering. Uh, maybe it's in you're you're being kind of, um, what would be the word in Instagram? Like you're following somebody else's system. You're like, well, I did this thing on Tuesday and transformation Thursday and freedom Friday. And I'm, you know, and you're following like some sort of system and it's not feeling like it's working, well, guess what? Your audience energetically can feel that. And that's why your engagement's yes. going down. And so let's just, let's just shatter that little pattern that you're following and go create your own and be bold and be brave and say, screw that. I'm going to do it my way. And like post about that rebellious act that you are, you know, sort of having against yourself, which is really funny. Um, I wrote down in my notes earlier today, being yourself doesn't have to be an act of rebellion. Because you are the person who gets to decide if you're worthy or not. You are the person who gets to decide what your brand and your mission and your message is actually about. So stop rebelling against yourself and just yes. start serving and just start helping people and, and have fun with that process. Wow. Okay. So I want to recommend at this point in the interview to rewind the pause, last rewind. pause, rewind, watch all of that again. And if you didn't take notes, take notes and yeah. you know a few of the things that I I'll say two of the things that I really three of the things that I really grabbed from that number one be vulnerable and authentic yeah that's where you get to start that's yeah. where we all get to start as entrepreneurs as partners as friends as family members we get to be authentic but don't announce that you're being vulnerable and authentic yeah. just be it 
Just be it. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Vulnerability alert. No, you don't actually need to do that. Just actually be it and own it. It's funny that you say that because there's these posts that are going around and it's, it's prefaced by, this is a vulnerability post. Yeah. Okay. So yes, note, note to self. Great point. <laughs> and, then, and then another thing that keeps popping up, and this goes to that two dimension, the, you know, we do not live in a one dimensional land. This pops up, keeps popping up and things keep popping up when you're in your zone, as you know, is that when it's simple, it's right. You know, it, we've, we've gone through this whole conditioning as a society and as a culture that we're to go towards the path of resistance and zone in on a school and get, you know, get these credentials and it's really hard yeah. for you to do and, and hammer that out mm. instead of nurturing and naturing, if you will, the path of least resistance, right? Because what is simple are your God given gifts. And I heard you say that in so many words, and I really just wanted to zone in on that. It's like, find what is easy for you and do that and make it yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we honor the, the struggle oh. way too much in this society. And, um, and therefore, we become addicted to our own suffering. Oh. And, you know, I was a Division One athlete, and so I actually was physically trained to feel pain and to override it over and over and over again every day. It was pushed to that pain point and then push past that pain and keep going because that's what's going to help you to be able to perform at the highest level. Yeah. And that's ultimately the thing that led me to having three major knee surgeries, having to relearn how to walk multiple times. Like, I, I mean, I, I made a practice of that. I made a, I made a, like a life study of that. And what I've learned, uh, and it's, ta it's taken a lot of unlearning to get here, is that that is not going to lead to fulfillment. And it's actually fighting against your own true nature. And, and now, you know, I, I, if I had known them what I know now, I would have had a chiropractor and probably not had to have surgery. And, you know, so these are just simple things, but it's all, it all leads you back to being in alignment. It all leads you back to being in alignment with what is true for you, what is authentic to you. And, and again, and hear this sisters, this is the most important thing we're going to say in this whole interview. The reason why you are being called to the work that you're being called to is because it's for you. If the dream is in you, it is for you. God gave it to you. The universe gave it to you. Choose your spiritual happy word here. It does not matter what you believe. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. And you've got to do it because if you don't do it now, you're going to go do a bunch of other stuff to distract yourself. And then you're going to ultimately come back around and you're eventually going to surrender, 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 and perhaps be like me, a person who had a near-death experience on an operating room table the day my daughter was born because I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't listen. And I'm finally strapped down and, and I'm ready to listen now. And so after that, my whole life changed because I decided to stop fighting, to stop choosing struggle as my, my affirmation that I was on the right path and to choose joy and fulfillment and gratitude and to move into my... My, what my true calling is, is to be fully present for my life, to have moments where I, I'm, I get to be with my daughter while she's growing up and I get to build a business that allows me to do that. And you're homeschooling. Are you still homeschooling? Yeah. Yeah. We're a hybrid. We're in a hybrid because our daughter asked um, at the beginning, we did it for a full year 
And then she started feeling sad because she was missing friends. Mm -hmm. And I said, in my heart, obviously I picked it up off the floor and all of its little pieces and put it back together and said, I totally understand, sweetie. And, and let's, we'll figure it out. And so we called in and my daughter's a master manifester at this like amazing school that she goes to three hours a day uh, in the afternoons. And she has friends and she gets to go and, and explore and come home and tell us about all these things. And so we we're with her all morning and she goes in the afternoon for a couple hours, four days a week. And it's been a really cool, a, a cool opportunity for expansion for all of us. Yeah. Transition for everyone. It's amazing. Yeah. We think we're, yeah. we're, we're transitioning our kids into is like actually a bigger transition for us on our journey. So I'm bring it back to one thing that you said, because yeah. the woman who's watching this is smart. She's extremely mm. intelligent. Yes. Um, but here's what us smart women can fall into is the, what you had just mentioned, the distractions. And what I also like to uh, say is like the busyness of it all. Yeah. And I think it's really important to be mindful of what we're creating busyness around. Yeah. Because, and, and it goes back to another thing that you said at the beginning of this interview, it's like, notice where, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it sounded to me like, notice what you're noticing or notice what is bothering yeah. you, notice what's triggering you. I can't remember exactly what you said, but if you have this life that's like so busy, I mean, Amber's homeschooling, she's running a seven figure business. She's a wife. She's doing, you know, interviews like this. She has a podcast, the, the Amber Lillystrom show. I'm like, and it, and then she has her events. Like it's, she's for all intents and purposes, you're really busy. Mm -hmm. But do you feel busy? There's a difference. So well, yeah. Great question. There are times when I do, um, but that's because I'm out of alignment. Oh. And when I am allowing myself to really honor what is most sacred, I feel like I have so much time and time becomes really abundant. And I am more um, in control of, of my own choices around that. And so everything that's on my calendar, I acknowledge it as a choice. And if it's uncomfortable, well, then it's up to me to change that. It's up to me to remedy that. It's up to me to, to release that or shift it or whatever. And I think that that's been the biggest work for me, honestly, in the, in the deepest way, because as an achiever, um, as someone who got a lot of praise and honestly, a lot of love for those achievements growing up, it was kind of a model that I learned in an equation that was like, oh, great, nail the landing, do all the things, be awesome and get lots of praise equivalent to love. And they can all give that to me and I'll just keep being a machine and performing. Yeah. Anyone here, raise your hand if that is the equation that you have subscribed to, right? Yeah. So I learned that one really well. And as an entrepreneur, um, you got to notice where you're doing that. And it's, it's funny because um, when I was, uh, Lewis House was one of my mentors, I was in his mastermind and, you know, we were cool. sitting at the table one day and he said, um, well, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you should start working with a personal trainer um, and fitting that in because you're working, you know, you're working like 40, 50 hours a week. Like it's a lot of work. And I just looked at him and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I work like 12 hours a week. I work like 15 hours a week. And he literally like was like, what, you know, what do you mean? You only work. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, is that bad? Like I should be, oh, I should, you know, and I thought, wait a minute. Nope. I'm a mompreneur. I've chosen to, I literally have never worked more than what I work now. I've always maintained this. There might be a season, oh, like a week where there's a launch or something and I'm working a little bit more um, by choice, but I left my corporate career to launch this business so I could be more present for the life that I'm living and the people in it, period. 
That was my mission on day one. And it is still my mission now that has never changed because I'm here for it. I'm here for my own evolution and for my own expansion and my growth and for conversations like this one, because I know that this is a leading a conversation as Abraham Hicks says, that's going to serve other women and make them go, wait, why am I doing it that way? Yeah. Because sisters, we are so powerful. This group, we are so powerful. We actually use our minds too much. What we need to use more is our hearts and drop into that and design a business model and a, and a work schedule that supports that. And so I'm giving you full permission today to put it all on the page and to decide what stays and what goes and ask yourself, is this in alignment with the mission for my life? Because you do not have a business if you do not have a life. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that's how I, and I choose to use the word, my life is full. My life is abundant. I don't use the word busy. If I catch myself using that word, or if I hear people saying to me a lot, like you're, you're really busy. Um, I really explore, is that something that I'm projecting off? Or is that something they're projecting to me because they feel like they're really busy? Wow. Right? And yeah. I, I explore that. Um, mm -hmm. But today, a day like today looks like I woke up, did family stuff, uh, spent an hour doing meditation and journaling and wrote my Instagram post. It's like my little sacred window of time where I can do that when my child's not jumping on me. Then I'm back with my family doing stuff with them. Then they left to go do errands and go to school. I went for a walk with my dog. I came back, uh, got my tea. I had a coaching session with my coach and now here we are. Um, and then I have a connection call with a friend and I'll catch up with clients a little bit later. And then I'm going to pick my daughter up from school at three and take her to gymnastics. And, and then after that, like, you know, so that is life. You're that just a boss. You're just a boss. And, and what I, what I'm just like hearing and like when you're, when you're talking, you know, because you have just so much energy in what you're talking, uh, this is what I'm hearing. And then she shifted and then she shifted and then she, yes. shifted, and then she over shifted. and over and over yeah. and over all day, every day, all shift, day, every day. Shift. And so here for the smart woman who's watching, who's feeling busy and overwhelmed, here's what you get to do. You get to stop having your have to do's and your yes. needs to do's for the days. Your plate gets to get bigger. And this is what I coach my groups on my masterminds, my clients, your plate gets to get bigger and you get to do these things and you get to choose them. Yes. And I think that the difference is this, is that we are raised in a society to feel like we have to do things in order to be worthy. Mm. When worth is no longer part of the conversation because you get to give that to yourself because you were born with it, because you get to remind yourself of how worthy you actually are, your whole business model is going to change. Your brand's going to look different. Your messaging on Instagram and on your stories and in just with your family, it's going to be very different because you're not proving anymore. You're just showing up to serve. You get and that's the ultimate definition of freedom. Yeah. And if we can operate in our businesses from a place of true freedom like this, and this is the work that I do with my clients. So sure. Can I help you with your branding strategy? Hashtag duh. Right. But that is such a secondary, like that is such a, such a byproduct, more abundance, more clients, more sales. Duh. duh. If that doesn't happen, then you're, then we're not actually doing the work that matters, but I'm not going to focus on that. That's, that is a symptom of you getting aligned and of you doing the work that actually matters. And those things are, are guarantees. And if I'm coming in just to help you with that little symptom, like being like a, you know, a West or a Western doc, who's going to come in and help you with your runny nose, instead of working on like what actually is really happening, right? Nothing's going to change in your business. You're just going to, every season, you're going to just keep getting sick every time it's tax time because you have a deep seated pattern 
of this being a hard time of year, you're going to then struggle next year tax time. Let's work on why that's happening. Let's get to the root of what your unworthiness is really about. And let's unpack that. Let's look at your childhood. Let's look at your relationship with your parents. Let's look at those things so that we can heal them. Or as my coach Rosemary says, hold them and move forward. Hold on them. Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. She says, hold them. Yes. Rosemary Bredenson, hold them. We are not healing. We are holding. Oh. Amazing. Amazing. I just want to take that in for a second because healing comes from a place of lack, you know, yes. something that you didn't have that was never right. there that you can't really ever. That's right. But holding is like just putting in a couple things and then you're okay. You just, it's like, you're coming back to center. You're equal, oh. you're equalizing yourself. You know, it's like, it's, it intuits that you were never broken to begin with. You're just kind of re, re, re congealing, if you will. Oh. Right. And coming back into the, the center of, of what has always been. And, you know, I think being a mom, it's such a beautiful thing because I get to see my child and I get to see like, oh, I loved her the second she got here. I unconditionally didn't matter what, Yeah. like so deep. Wow. Perhaps I'm worthy of that same depth of love. Wow. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to, play with that for a little while. This it's still feels hard, right? Maybe that might feel hard, but I, I might be able to like walk halfway down the path on that one and be a little bit more gentle and a little bit more unconditional with myself. And in doing that, you just start to free yourself in new ways. And thus, yeah, your business is going to soar. It's going to thrive because you're coming to your business whole and you're not coming to it with lack and acting like, you know, there's scarcity. You're really being abundance rather than just trying to chase it. Oh man. Preach girl. Preach. <laughs> I wrote so many notes on this and I want to make sure I'm respectful of your time, Amber. Um, because I was like, Oh, which way do I go? Like I want to pick her brain on marketing. And I just love how you're like, it doesn't matter. Like the marketing is just a byproduct of you coming to your true center. What you call it a heart center. Mm. You know, I really resonate with, you know, authenticity, like where you are, it's all right here. It's all here. And so I keep hearing the word permission pop up from you. And you know, one thing that came early on when I started, you know, hiring coaches and whatnot, it came up, you know, somebody said, borrow my belief in you. Yeah. I love that here, line. Mm -hmm. Here is some permission to go out and feel worthy. And, and, and I, that word keeps popping up. So I really want to go there. And I, I want to remind the woman watching here that nobody gave Amber permission to be this amazing freaking person. She's being on the show right now. Thank you. No one gave you permission to do that. You gave yourself that permission, yeah. but I'd love to know who you borrowed your belief from. Mm, yeah. I know you had that experience when your daughter was born. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> so many people, um, I think that this is going to be an interesting answer part of it. And I think that you could probably relate to this. I'm just picking up on it and I'm certain a lot of women watching this can feel this way too. Uh -huh. I've always been a, a deep feeler and I'm also, I'm also a seer. I can, I can see into the hearts of people. Mm -hmm. I can see their goodness. I, I can see the highest version and vision of them. And, and it's unconditional. I just, that's just how I've always been. Um, I've had enormous empathy on my journey 
super quick. Uh, when I was three years old, I was sexually molested. And I then went into, um, I had to go testify in the courts and I had to do therapy really early. Um, fortunately, my parents were very supportive and they believed me and helped me to move through that process and to get justice that I needed to get. It's not always the case for everyone. It's actually, yeah. that's not, that's actually the minority. Mm -hmm. And I know how damaging it was for me on my journey and how damaging it is, especially when the people you love the most maybe don't believe you or don't listen to you or are the ones who inflict that kind of pain upon you. Um, but one of the things that helped me the most was my mom teaching me about hurt people hurting people and learning about empathy and watching the children that were in my sort of group therapy program at a really young age and watching them do like really mean, mean things. But it was because they were in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And learning so young that that is a, that is a reality, that that is a truth. And, and frankly, being able to forgive my abuser at a very young age for this, the sheer fact that I wanted to be free mm -hmm. and that also there must have been something really wrong with him that he would do something like that to me. And I just got that really young. And so I was able to free myself. It didn't mean that I still didn't have lots of things that I'm actually still unpacking at 37 that I'm still working on because I was so young and it was such a foundational moment of my brain's development and my own you know, emotional processing. Yeah, sure. um, but I think that 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 matters uh, because I was, I, for me on my journey, I've always been able to connect to people in a really deep way. Often I feel there's like an inner part of them that's like, nope, not gonna go there, you know? But it's part of the reason why I can help my clients get massive success mm -hmm. is because when they open to that, they let their walls down and they let themselves become really free. And so I get to then allow them to borrow my belief and to borrow what I see. So the people for me on the journey that have been that um, have been in like different realms. You know, it's been like coaches, like my, my um, coaches, my mentors and teachers at the university that I worked at for 10 years and played there for four years who just saw, saw my passion, saw my fire. Um, and I feel like there, there haven't been like many, many people on my journey that like really got got the whole, like the depths of me. And so I had to figure out how to honor that. Does that make sense? Totally. I have like incredible friendships now. I never had like lots of friends. Um, I was obviously a competitive athlete. Then I became a, an athletic administrator. It was a very masculine environment. I had like friends, but not like friends, you know, like yeah. the, like the soul sisters that I have now where we're like voxering and we're like sobbing and like unpacking and being like, I don't know. You know, I have that now. And I'm so grateful for it because I have a handful of women, Meg, Meg Haynes, Karen Kenny, Rachel Canfield, Liza Watonis. Um, wow. These are like the, my teachers in my pocket, these amazing women that I'm like, help, you know, and then I'm likewise doing the same thing. And I allow myself to be intimate with them and thus they do that. And we can like, you know, and that helps us with our growth. So yeah. Um, when I think back about coaches, Again, uh, I think it's the deep, deep, deep friendships that have been, you know, my, my women mastermind up in Maine, I meet with every month, Carrie Montgomery, Kate Northrup, Lisa Fraley, Christina Nooner, Laura Thompson, Brainy, like those women, I've just chosen to really surround myself with legendary women who are incredible teachers. And I also worked with lots of like, you know, coaches that talk about the things I'm talking about here, not strategy. Right. Because that's kind of like a dime a dozen, you know, like you can, you can Google that. 
Um, I want to work with the people that are going to help me get free because I'm innovative enough and I'm smart enough and I'm savvy enough to figure out. And to also just like, I'm a person, I'm probably, you were like this too, where I'm like watching and I'm like, "Mm, that's cool. Doesn't resonate. I'm going to pivot on that and create my own. 100%. And everyone here is that way, you know? And so keep doing that, but get the emotional, spiritual, mental support that you need because that's going to be the biggest difference maker in your business's ability to grow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We need more of you. I watched your video. Um, and there's only, you don't say anything on the video. It's a two minute video and it's just footage of, you know, B roll of one of your last events. Yes. And all you say at the beginning is, you know, I'm going to teach you how to ignite your soul. Yeah. And like, Oh, and then I see you, you're dancing and then everyone's crying and they yeah. have their hearts here or hands here. And that's when I got really fired up to do this interview with you. So there was another thing that, um, you were going to give to, to the, to these women. Yeah. I wrote it down here, the secrets to up level your brand. So yes. if you're watching this and you're like, okay, but tell me more about how to up level my brand. So she's giving you that today. We're putting that down here as well. Yes. Um, yes. And yeah, it's a seven that. secrets to uplevel your brand and uh, land your dream clients. And it's, a, it's just a guide um, that I put together, which is based upon what we've been talking about here. So it's not your average uh, brand or business coaching uh, tips. It's going to be the stuff that frankly, hopefully makes you excited because you can really do it. It's not going to, I'm not going to ask you to go build this big ass funnel and put all this stuff in there. It's, it's like really about the things that are unique to you and are going to help you differentiate your business from everybody else's. Amazing. Oh my goodness. Amber. Amazing. Is that free? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can go to amberlisham.com slash seven secrets. Yeah. You're so generous. Girlfriend. Thank you for everything. Thank you for leaving me feeling empowered today. Thank you for inspiring me. And just thank you for your energy and your mission. Thank you for the opportunity to share today. This is what I love to do the most. I'm honored and I can't wait to connect with some of you guys, hopefully offline, um, that watch this and were inspired and whatever, just whatever. I can't wait to connect and, and, you know, doing things like this, you just never know. It's hashtag abundance. It's so exciting to see what, what new pathways happen as a result of these divine conversations. Oh, we love you so much, Amber. Okay, you have a great day. Go be with your baby. Thank you. Bye. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.